Podlita. My goodness me. Oh, we'll get there. Private panel. I'm unsexualized. Hey, you want to wear that top? It's good. It's brown. Where are the bobbleheads? Mr. J. Hello, gentle letter writers, and welcome <laughs> to another episode of Pod Leadum. That's Top Model Podcast spelled backwards. My name is Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and I do not want to be flipped on my head by a very small man. <laughs> I'm J.W. Crump, and it's going to be weird when they come back home. I don't know why. And I'm Alexander Price, and in the world of figure skating, the boy is the frame. You are the picture. <laughs> that made me cackle out loud when they said that. <laughs> we are here, of course, discussing Cycle 9, Episode 5, according to Amazon, The Girl Who Is Afraid of Heights. Correct. That's what we got, too. Also, Ex- that's half of them. It could have been The Girls Are All Afraid of Heights. Also, another repeat. The girls wiggly- are too damn high. <laughs> wiggly leg Katie? Yeah, yeah. All right, before we get into this episode, and this is a real fun one because it's mostly nonsense. (laughs) Um, We, of course, want to let you know that if you want to support us beyond emotionally, which we know Mm -hmm. you're doing, we know you're doing, Mm -hmm. you can support us financially, which is how my family shows love. All right, so (laughs) that's not true. My family's family's never done that. Oh, man, what a character. For comedy. For the joke. You can support us by going to anchor.fm slash pod lead them again that's anchor.fm slash pod lead them just like leslie who supported us recently all right and just like leslie you can support us for either 4.99 cents a month there's probably other amounts no one's done any other amounts yet so who can say can you, you imagine- be the first 3.99 person whoa can you imagine naming a baby leslie what a beautiful name <laughs> all right i also want to talk about a review we've gotten a lot of reviews in fact we've got over 100 reviews on itunes now and that's just in america baby Mm -hmm. and maybe i don't know 110 if you put them all together (laughs) (laughs) keep that on the down low these reviews are available in over 100 countries (laughs) (laughs) heidi klum reads our reviews in germany but there's one that we just really liked. It's it's really sweet. It's from Jess is more. Great name. Jess right is name. more. Intelligent, witty, and then in all caps, hilarious. I found this podcast in the third trimester of my pregnancy. It helped me laugh through an exciting but also very difficult time. When I took baths, I turned the volume way up so I could hear in the tub, and my husband would walk by and crack up at how entertaining the hosts are. He has zero knowledge of top model, by the way. It even got to a point where he'd request the podcast while we were out <laughs> and about driving. I finished the whole podcast by the time I had my baby. Now, in the five-minute snippets of time to myself while caring for my sweet newborn, this podcast remains my sanctuary. Prayer hands. Thanks so much, JW Alexander, Hannah. Great job. And thank you very much for your bonus episodes reviewing Mr. J's book. I read it and totally enjoyed hearing your insights. Lit analysis meets comedy. Excellent listen. Hannah, congrats on your pregnancy and good luck. You're going to be a great mom. Listener, I cried. (laughs) I kind of did too. Like all the reviews are super special, but this one was like 
sweet. I also love the idea of your husband at the door listening while you take a bath. To our oh, just the image is so lovely. And so if you want to leave us a review like that, great. Wish please, Hannah all the luck. that I'm going to be a good mother. <laughs> oh, we just get a bunch of five-star views that's like, Hannah's going to be a great mom. You can tell by this podcast. Okay. So let's talk about Janet, <laughs> who I love. But Janet says some full nonsense. <laughs> you know what? Janet will never have to apologize to this house. No. Because we really need to respect this house. And we should be honored to live here. Honored. (laughs) She also describes herself as basically short and curvy, which like, I guess, comparatively, she, this is her full mama. She's, she's transforming into the mom of the house. She says it. Everyone else says it. She calls herself Mama Janet later. Has this come up before? No. Will it come up later? Well, obviously not. So (laughs) y'all. I legit screamed when I saw that spilled lotion on the floor. It's very bukkake. Yes. <laughs> like, and that that uh, B that B roll person knew that uh-huh. B team DP knew what they were doing. This house is gross. Yeah, it is. But don't worry, y'all, because I know who's in charge of what. <gasps> and also, the editing shenanigans continue. Yep. Because Janet puts up a list on the fridge in the curviest live, laugh, love handwriting you'll ever see. Curly, swirly. Let's really analyze what everyone's in charge of. Trash and recycling, Victoria. So this was taken from earlier. Uh Okay. Dishes, both Lisa and Sarah, which says that the dishes are just constantly piling up. the problem. Yeah. Just the word sweep, Ambriel and Bianca. And you know, Ambriel's doing choreo to that sweeping. It's <laughs> <laughs> a step in time every time. Yeah. And all that jazz sweep. Chantal's in charge of j- vacuum. Or as it's written, vacuum. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> um, this is my favorite one. Wipe surfaces. And it's just sal for <laughs> salicia but i also love the idea that there's just a guy Man. named sal there's like <laughs> hey ladies you need some surfaces white that's what sal's best at he has like bleach wipes not even the respect of her full name but we'll also find out this is a nickname house yeah yeah this is a nickname house a lazy nickname house too janet gave herself the job of towels parentheses collect oh i saw regret but yes, collect is probably... I mean, both, probably. But that means that they just have some, like, laundry service. That also says that Janet gave herself the easiest job because yeah. that's mm-hmm. not cleaning, Especially really. when you consider that there is one person on trash and recycling. Yeah. This list, no, she doesn't give herself the easiest job. She gives the next person the easiest job. Water plants, Heather. Heather. But here's the thing. How many plants do you think there are in this house, Alexander? It is the greenhouse. That'll take Heather hours. The grossest job. Tubs, sinks, and shower, uh, and oven. But wait, at the bottom, it says clean with an arrow just to sinks. So that means that tubs, showers, and oven aren't clean, but they really want to emphasize that you're cleaning the sinks. Unless she's saying that you're not doing the dishes, you're just cleaning the sink. Um, oh. Yeah. Anyway, that's Jenna and Ebony. So I want to call some shade. This is a bad chore list. Number one. 
everyone should be in charge of cleaning their own fucking dishes. That should not be a job that someone is in charge of. But I will say, Alexander, that's never worked out in these houses. Sure. No. Why, do, why do two people need to sweep? Why is one person on trash and recycling? That seems like the worst job. Now it, it well, because it's not happening anymore. This house <laughs> is no longer green or recycling. I just can't. I actually, this list, I wonder if Janet made it and just assigned or if they had to have some house meeting about this. <sighs> also, then we have this outdoor thing where Chantal gives one of our, my favorite talking heads where Heather is just listing everyone's flaws and Chantal goes, well, how do you really feel, Heather? <laughs> like, I know it's like a classic overused joke, but Chantal like really meant it. <laughs> this is also editing shenanigans because this comes from far, far later in the episode. This episode oh. is all over the place with when things are taking place. I'll point out when this clearly takes place. But it's, I do like Bianca's line of, Heather, I don't want you on my panel. I mean... <laughs> I do love that this brings a new level of respect from Bianca to Heather at this point in our top model journey. Yeah, right. Game recognizes game. Uh-huh. <laughs> new storyline, who this? Ambriel is a musical theater major and it's gonna bite her in the ass. <laughs> well, and once again, returning to our three-act structure, I know that it's my time to shine and things are just gonna happen for me. And I wrote down in all caps, what are you going to do to Ambriel? <laughs> <laughs> she sings to Lisa, Janet, and Celicia under a blanket, which is very cute. It was very cute. I have a question and a conspiracy, a musical theater conspiracy. Did Lin-Manuel Miranda used to watch America's Next Top Model and totally steal the song Helpless from Ambriel in this episode? Yes, yes. That's not even a theory. It's just fact now. That's just fact. Because... It, she's just singing that song. Mm-hmm. She absolutely is. That is fascinating. She says an interesting sentence, which is, I'm high up in the list of the running to become America's next top model. I do like that Ambriel's like, I'm in the top. I mean... She's not wrong. No. No, but she's also not right because the <laughs> judges hate her. Everyone but Nigel, weirdly. Yeah. So the other plot line this episode... Because we've had Ugh. a couple of enemies. One episode, it was Heather. One episode, it Salisha. was it was Celicia. Now, Lisa. Lisa is enemy numero uno. The softest enemy. The squishiest enemy that they've had so far. Lisa, who feels like she does nothing to deserve any of this throughout the entire episode, except slightly doubting herself, maybe. <laughs> I mean, she's right. She does nothing to incur this wrath. She does nothing. It's so outsized in comparison to this very sweet, lovely person that we've we've seen so far. And let's be honest, that's been true of everyone they've made an enemy of. Not Celicia. Well, but Celicia, they were mad because she won stuff. And I get, like, the whole Celicia was set up to be the winner of this cycle conspiracy theory thing. But also, once she's won two challenges, what... Salisha's not doing anything but trying to win. Sure. Yeah, but also, also the episode where Salisha became the enemy, she was fine. Yeah, yes, exactly. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Tyra Mail, it's time to reset your clocks. Spring forward, fall back. Is it really that time, guys? This was so cute. I love Chantal. <laughs> Be like, wait, should we do this? Who's on the chore list? Chantal <laughs> trusts the judges too much. Too much. <laughs> too much. Sarah watches SNL. She has a Debbie Downer reference uh-huh. about Lisa. 
So the girls head to Cali Gymnastics Training Center with a phone number that, yes, of course, I did call. And it is now Platinum Sports Center, and it's in West Simi Valley. And for those of you who don't live in L.A., this is 40 miles from downtown L.A. It took them at least two hours to get there. Keep this in mind because there's no going back and forth, even though we are told that that happens. And who knows how long that took in that sweet-ass limo bus. <laughs> That's what I mean. Oh, my goodness. Benny Ninja's back doing what his job is, finally. <laughs> finally. And Bianca really stands Benny. Benny just makes you feel nice. True. I came up with a cute new name for Benny Ninja. Ooh. Because I wrote it accidentally in my book. Benny Ninjago. I love that you've typed enough about Lego Ninjago that you're auto-correcting to that, you nerd. (laughs) Benny Ninja says, I hope you remember me from the old Navy challenge. Do you hope that? (laughs) He brings such a lovely energy to this episode. He does. And it's so cute to me that he's like, the way he sets up, the way of what he's going to teach them, you may not always be on the floor. So he's going to show them how to convey an emotion when you're in the air. Sometimes the client will want you to jump in the air as part of your campaign. I guess. You know what? You know when we needed this? YJ Stinger. We needed this for <laughs> YJ Stinger. Amen. It is, it's just so interesting to watch someone walk in with the energy like they actually care about these young women. <laughs> Honestly, what a, what a reveal. He does say, I, Hannah, you might have said this, but I need to double down on it. He says that poses are emotions. That is not true. Poses are not emotions. <laughs> I, think Benny, I think Benny Ninja thinks they are, though. Yeah. Okay. I think he thinks poses are everything. <laughs> Maybe. He did not, he was not ready for how this teach was supposed to go, though, because Janet goes up first <laughs> and has to jump in place. And Benny's like, oh, this isn't working. And then every girl after this gets the better version of the teach. Absolutely. Janet also, in my favorite sound effect moment in recent memory, is talking about how she's happy to be there, getting gaining all this knowledge. She says, it's priceless, and I'm not ready to let that go yet. And then the show adds in that noise that happens in Scooby-Doo when they tiptoe away really quickly. <laughs> yes! Why did that happen there? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it was it was like being let go, <laughs> and it was running away from her. Also, when she says, I'm not ready to let go yet, Janet looks to the side, and I swear starts to get up. Like from her talking head, and they can't edit away <laughs> like from. They were like they trying like, to like get her to wrap it. Yeah, or as we know with Janet, she just wraps it up whenever she's ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine there's a world where there's a lot of um, unused Janet talking heads, where the producers like, "How did you feel the trampoline teach went?" She's like, "Good, fine. I liked it. Thanks. <laughs> Have I won? Am I on top? No, 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 no. Trash na-na. duty. <laughs> Honored to be here." This- uh teach would have stressed me out sure i don't like trampolines i I love trampolines i'm gonna rephrase this how do i phrase this trampolines are scary (laughs) (laughs) y'all i love a trampoline that being said literally everything that goes wrong has happened to me on a trampoline sure sure sure. (laughs) that moment when you jump big but the second jump just doesn't happen and you just kind of (laughs) collapse it's so real i like jumping on a small trampoline and I like lounging on a large trampoline. Okay. See, I, that's I, how I prefer my trampolines. I, <laughs> I used to go to one of these gyms and do trampoline work uh, with like all sorts of, you know, tumbling and 
flipping and all sorts of stuff. They do make you sign basically a death waiver. And I hope they made these girls also sign this waiver. Oh, yeah. Trampoline parks make you sign a, you break your neck. Not our problem. Um, um, um. Can we talk about, speaking of, Ebony is trying to injure herself so she can leave the competition, right? <laughs> Ebony is going for it. Ebony? No, I think Ebony's like, oh, this is the way out, Ebony. <laughs> higher. Higher. <laughs> Ebony. Flatter just- and higher. <laughs> that's your way (laughs) just close your eyes ebony it'll be done over soon chantal said pose with every jump she ramped up the difficulty for the girls behind her yes Ambrielle is better than benny ninja yes (laughs) and he all but says it wow i'm gonna say it right now guys i know the end result of this cycle and I know the end result of her storyline. Ambrielle should have done better and gone further than she did. She has yeah. every talent, is so likable, is kind of a different like look for a winner than what they've had in the past. And you know, and I just feel like the show didn't know what they had. Agree. No. Why is Benny Ninja so out of breath at the end of this teach? What was he doing right before? Because it seemed like all the other girls were jumping. And the Benny gets on the tram and he's like, always remember. <sighs> The face. Body comes first, but then it follows the face. I think that's just Heather's stress because he was so certain that Heather was about to die. Yeah. This is when we learn that anything besides a concrete floor is not for Heather. No, not her friend. Nude racing. Jenna and Sarah are getting out there. We can't smoke any more energy (laughs) by (laughs) nude racing. Janet says... A very strange turn of phrase that I have never heard before. JW, maybe you know what it meant. Sometimes they're patty caking and get naked and stuff. What does patty caking mean? They're doing like hand clap games. Oh, like legitimately pink? Yeah, I think that's actually what she meant. (laughs) I love that you thought I was going to be the one to know that. I will say this though. Janet just says things. Like remember when she called people hot ticket boys? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Janet gets a mental picture and then it just flows even though she says she doesn't have flow <laughs> she does from brain to mouth <laughs> so the girls do not get a tyra mail for the challenge yeah because they never left this is also in simi valley oh so they went from the trampoline park to the isoplex this must have been exhausting yes isoplex <laughs> never isoplex. heard that before isoplex sounds like a sonic the hedgehog zone well that's what they call this place the isoplex <laughs> i'm not denying that we're just also saying it's a weird name yeah. agreed y'all sometimes when i work out in the cold i do an isoflex <laughs> boo it is freezing ass cold freezing ass cold oh crap ice Honestly, how I feel every winter. Hard <laughs> disagree. I'm I'm not a figure skater. <laughs> Love watching it. Would watch it all day long. Well, then you must have been very excited. Before we get into what this is, Ebony is wearing the cutest little black and white polka dot outfit with black plastic hoop earrings. Yeah. And we get to see a lot of it because Ebony is standing next to Lisa, who is not about what's going to happen no yeah she's ready to die (laughs) starring in a lifetime movie ready to die yeah (laughs) i needed a trigger warning in this episode for what appears on lloyd eisler's face (sighs) okay i'm gonna take you on a journey Mm. have 
both of you heard of just for men yes yes the, the hair dry the hair dyeing product uh-huh so i've tried it multiple times it's great for my eyebrows they're faint it fixes them i've got a little gray in my beard every so often on the tv now i need to use a light brown okay i need to use a light brown the first time i used just for men i didn't <laughs> i used <laughs> a dark brown and the moment you get out of like what I do is I put it on, you hold it for five minutes, and I get in the shower to just fully make sure it's all like you know fully washed out and whatever. Kill, you know, as Peter wants us to say, feed two birds with one scone, and then <laughs> that's their replacement for kill two birds with one scone. Um, so you get out of the shower, and I cannot express to you what how you feel when you look at your beard and you've dyed it essentially jet black. <laughs> But I know Lloyd Eisner had that same journey. He was like, oh, I'm going to be on TV today. Got a little gray. I'm going to get some just for men. What color's my hair? I don't know. I'm a little balding, so maybe I don't even know the color. I'll get dark brown. I know what happened. It's not just the color. No, it is not. It is the density. And placement of this hair. You can't call it a chin strap. Nope. This is a full merkin on his face. It's a chin (laughs) slick. I don't know. I... My conspiracy theory about Lloyd Eisler mm-hmm. is he is the evil twin brother of Floyd Eisler. <laughs> and this is explaining this monstrosity. <laughs> That's the only that, difference is the goatee. <laughs> yes. Because, okay, we won't go into it. Flo- uh, Lloyd Eisler is super problematic, if you couldn't guess from this goatee, and is real gross. Real Real gross. Except JW talking about outside research, right? Because yes. Like, oh, Do you know who he got married to? Original Buffy. Ooh, interesting tidbit. No. It's okay though, Alexander, because no matter how bad of a person Lloyd Eisler is, we're going to see so many other figure skaters. Lloyd's not even the one that figure skates with them. Yes, that's true. Or judges, thankfully. Yeah, like I don't know why Lloyd was here, really. I was not ready for Anne Choquette. She just pops up. You're never ready for Anne Choquette. You will never be ready for Anne Choquette. Anne Choquette arriving with the the least enchanted Danny will ever see. (laughs) Danny did not want to be here. He's like, I put on a puffy vest for this. With (laughs) zero accent. Yes. Her accent is gone. Yeah. It disappeared on the three-hour journey to Simi Valley. (laughs) Anne... Choquette, you can tell that Anne Choquette put together her entire outfit oh. and didn't realize she would need a jacket because that jacket does not match the rest of the cute outfit she had on underneath. I realize what the editor-in-chief of Seventeen Magazine must dress like. She must dress like a 30-year-old woman who was just 13 going on 30 because <laughs> the layering and the pinkishness of their of the, the trend of... Seventeen magazine editorial chiefs have really uh, taken me on a journey. I think Anne Choquette's going to be the most unintrusive of them. I'm just grateful for the lack of headband. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I don't know how I'll feel, and I know we get a lot of Anne Choquette over the cycles. Right now, I'm fine with Anne Choquette. She seems <laughs> pleasant and happy to be here. And it, I mean, she had to drag Danielle out onto that ice. <laughs> but also, Anne Choquette has not been on camera before because while Danny is talking, she looks directly into the camera. She also constantly is looking away. And Anne Choquette is, I truly think this might have been her first time on camera, which is, again, not a bad thing. Oh, and the beginning of an era. 
Oh, I know. You didn't realize. So the signs. Oh, we all start talking at the same time. That's hilarious. <laughs> and you go. So our figure skating challenge <laughs> is that each girl will get, um, is there a routine that's taught? I don't know. Some moves are taught. There's two moves that I feel like happen. A flip and a hold. Yes. And while they are performing these moves on the ice, Benny Ninja will yell out an emotion that they then have to portray. Mm-hmm. Tangentially related to this challenge only. All emotions are not created equal. But at least all the words are actually emotions. Yes. Yes, which is a big step. Now, do we think that each girl got one emotion or that each girl got two emotions? I think they probably all got all of the emotions. Yeah, I think they all had to do all three. Yeah, that's my theory. Um, Before we get away from it, it distracts me every single time. Seeing where the three judges, who are Danielle, Benny Ninja, and Anne Choquette, and they sit and right above them is like, away. <laughs> because it's the home and away signs for playing hockey. And those signs are giant. Yeah. Um, Benny Ninja doesn't know Chantal's name. He calls her Chantel. Chantel. Repeatedly. Yeah. The three emotions that end up being yelled out are joy, sorrow, and anger. And my favorite thing about this, and I didn't even write down the quote, but Anne Choquette is talking about Janet, who does not do a good job. No. And she refers to Janet's anger. And that just I'm like, I just want something to be called Janet's anger. <laughs> a scent, Ooh. a song. A young adult novel. Young adult novel. Mm-hmm. Yes, Janet's anger. Did anyone else hear Salisha referred to as Felicia? I did not. I didn't. But again, I feel like no one knows these girls' names right now. Also, because it's important for what happens next, I thought Lisa had zero energy and was terrible. Oh, I thought she was really good. Me too. I was really surprised at all the Lisa hate, because when they said sorrow, I was like, yeah, she's the only one who's like doing sorrow. And as Benny Ninja would put it, not cheesing. This is fascinating because Lisa, Alexander disagrees, but for me and Hannah, Lisa seems like she does well. I don't know if she's winner well but she does fine but every other single contestant multiple ones of them in person talking heads etc seems to think that lisa stank up the place and it's kind of fat hey clearly you agree i'm just saying that like there were worse yeah oh for sure there were worse heather that was i was so uncomfortable well i was also surprised that Ambriel thought that she was going to win after the critique she received. Yeah, me too. I mean, yes, but I also think Ambriel got shit on a little bit too. I thought she came across real cheesy. That was such yeah. a back of the chorus line musical I mean, theater kid. It was musical theater. Though I do like it that she explained it by saying, well, Benny likes exaggerated things. I was like, whoop, uh-huh. What a, what a sharp read. Uh-huh. Here's one of our... Great Ancho Cat critiques. <laughs> corny as a cornfield. It was corny. <laughs> well, sure. What's so funny is after that critique, she immediately goes, you all did great today. <laughs> well, edited the two moments together. You all worked really hard. True. True in this instance. It's been a yeah. long day of gymnastics and ice skating. Yeah, seriously. Those calf muscles must have been sore afterwards. So Lisa wins and picks Janet and Ebony. That's a great trio. Yeah. And it was a very cute, like, kissing face and excitement moment. Ebony was surprisingly excited to model. <laughs> she just didn't want to be in the house. 
Yeah. She just was happy to model for someone other than Tyra and the judges. Yeah. <laughs> so they they uh, the prize is a shoot for academics advertorial. Mm-hmm. I love when they say advertorial. Advertorial is one of my favorite words. <laughs> With Danny, and Danny's super pumped about this. <laughs> it is interesting that we got both Jasmine and Danny in this cycle so quickly. Usually we just get the previous cycle's winner, and it's interesting that Danny's becoming top model royalty. She's new Eva in some ways. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. She is new Eva. I did not like Mark Baptiste in these in this photo shoot how come i just found it very strange that a photographer is taking photos with full sunglasses on (laughs) that's your reasoning for disliking (laughs) someone i've had less reasons (laughs) you know what that's fair that's absolutely fair i thought this looked like a fun set i did too i love the big energy finish of thank you and good night (laughs) i i was just like this is the thing to do all of them were like hey is this what modeling could be sure (laughs) fun (laughs) as i said before this is where the heather conversation happens where the girls ask heather about everyone's thing well, they had to separate out literally everyone saying that Lisa shouldn't have won. Sarah, Bianca, Ambrielle. On the bus, in the house. Talking heads. <laughs> like, she she must have. Like, I, like, she, I, it's bizarre that that many people. That's what I'm saying. I think there's some truth to this that she didn't, because we only ever saw one emotion yeah. from each girl. Her other two emotions probably stay. Maybe. I don't know. My, if I had to guess. Because Benny Ninja does say that it was unanimous between the three judges that Lisa won. If I had to guess, I would guess that she did not do great at the skating, but was very effective with the emotions. Maybe. And that the other girls resented that it seemed like they were grading only on the emotions and not on, you know, the hard thing. Regardless, though, like, she won and she hasn't won anything else. Like, it's so odd that they're like have villainized Lisa but so much. Truly, I wonder, they, they do this probably about every time someone wins. Yeah. We just don't always see it. But I, this group of girls seems to like like to chat around, the, like, they can't smoke, so they're just gonna chat and say why they don't think such and such one. But talk about a masterclass <gasps> in passive aggression. Juicy. They come back from the photo shoot the girls are lying in wait, like literally. Uh-huh. Come up here. Tell us how it went. We tell them they had a good time. It was fun. <laughs> and Janet also says we were shiny with really busy clothes. <laughs> I was like, Janet doesn't make this look sound very Janet funny. hates academics. <laughs> and Bianca looks at Lisa and goes, <sighs> Is that makeup making you break out? I love that Janet goes, Oh, you hating? Yeah, that is what yes, I love that, that Janet exactly called it. Exactly what is happening? Slurp, that is slurp, slurp. Weaponized middle school girl shit. I, Lisa is so well said, like well spoken right here when she says, "I really don't get it. I don't know if it's jealousy or if it's intimidation or it's just a challenge or maybe they just really just don't care for my personality and that's okay too." Yeah, absolutely. She comes about it like incredibly mature. Mm-hmm. with perspective and also she's already been through it with bianca i think lisa is also just like i'm not gonna let someone bring me down i've had a good day i also love it when she's like don't say bye to me either when you go like yeah let's not pretend yeah but fuck you salisha 
for going in and afterwards being like, hey, Lisa, um, <laughs> Jenna was like, it would be nice if you weren't here or whatever. But then they were like, yeah, you take good pictures. So that's probably a good reason why you won't. What do you think, Lisa? Salisha walks in with that pot, big wooden <laughs> spoon, puts it in. It's like, mmm, Lisa, stir, 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 stir. I want to tell you what the girls said. Stir, 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 stir. <laughs> I'm your friend. Stir, 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 stir. I know we haven't spoken. <laughs> it's always funny to me because that did happen with Chantal where they're when they're lazing in the sun, not smoking. And they're like, who do you think is going to go home next? Oh, it's definitely going to be Lisa. Lisa's definitely going home. And then Chantal's like, she does take good pictures, though. And I'm like, yes, remember the actual competition and what actually decides whether or not people are here or go I home? I just don't know why Celicia took it upon herself to go and tell her that other than to just fuck with her. She bored. She bored. She likes this smoking. drama. Yeah. She <laughs> likes that drama. Also, speaking of Chantal... We didn't mention it. Chantal is always scoping out competition because when Ambrielle did good at trampolines, she was like, hmm, Ambrielle's good at something. Looks like Chantal's going to have to keep one eye open. And like, Chantal, <laughs> you're so manic about this competition. This Tyra male is homophobic. <laughs> when you're on top, never look down. Homophobic. Ow. Ow. I ran into my microphone like a dumb Homophobia talk. came through the microphone. Ow. Pokes you. Uh. Okay, so I, I don't even want the noise for it because this is less a conspiracy theory and more just what happened. They found out multiple girls hated heights uh. and decided every episode, height, 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 height. Yep. Also, did Jenna want to be on America's Next Time Model or on The Amazing Race? Because she's like, <laughs> What if we're actually jumping out of planes? And I feel like Jenna always goes to the most extreme. To be fair, she Naked. was not wrong last time. She hasn't been wrong. It's Well, she's wrong about this. You're yes. not jumping out of a plane. She's uh, wrong about them being naked for deflowered. Well, Jenna was naked. <laughs> <laughs> the energy of Ambrielle when Janet's like, hey, help me with posing. And she just goes, I'm tired right now, but I'll work with you. <laughs> Never, I'll just say no. Closet pose, closet pose, closet mm. pose, closet angles, pose. angles in the closet. Embriel <laughs> is also psyching herself up for the stair climb of her life. <laughs> so they head to the Omni Hotel and they're going to the roof. Embriel mm-hmm. can't make it. Embriel no. cannot make it. We've seen this on multiple reality shows. I remember a MasterChef episode where a contestant also just was like, "Nope, not going up on that roof." Not going up on that roof. You girls are going to be styled as super duper high fashion gargoyles. 1,000 years ago, superstition and the sword ruled. It was a time of darkness. It was a world of fear. It was the age of gargoyles. (laughs) And you're going to be posing on this platform right behind me. So the illusion is you're on the edge of the building. Which is so much nonsense for essentially what ends up being a pretty successful photo shoot all said and done. But they get on this gargoyle thing. I mean... As we'll see, I really think Tyra just wanted an excuse to make a lot of puns that don't work. Stone by day, warriors by night. We were betrayed by the humans we had sworn to protect. Frozen in stone by magic spell for a thousand years. Now here in Manhattan, the spell is broken and we live again. We are defenders of the night. We are gargoyles. Oh, was that the opening credits to Gargoyles? (laughs) Yes, that's what he was doing. (laughs) That's what he was doing. It would have sang it, but there was no singing. It's just words. (laughs) Nothing about 
the styling of the shoot is gargoyles. gargoyles. Nothing about the shoot is gargoyles. They're not even yeah. near the edge of the building. And yet they're going to be judged so harshly on their gargoyleishness. Sometimes they Sometimes. are. Sometimes. But it happens a lot, to <laughs> be does, fair. yes. So hold up, hold up, hold up. Mike Rosenthal. Ooh. Mike Rosenthal, who's done some of the most unusual and macabre shoots <laughs> from the past. And I guess that's sort of true. Mostly he's done the dumb ones. <laughs> Mike yes. Rosenthal, why is this going to be hard? Well, you've got big buildings to compete with. Don't ask Mike Rosenthal a follow-up <laughs> question. He just says, it's going to be uh, fashion gargoyle, all right? I don't know. I don't know how I have to make it make sense anymore. Fashion gargoyle. My captions had a fun moment when Anda and Masha were styling Jenna. And I think it's Anda says, get naked. And it spells it N-E-K-K-I-D. Naked. Oh, (laughs) I love it. I love it. Chantal teaches us what inspiration means. Because they're not actually gargoyles. They don't want us to be like, (laughs) I just love that Chantal's like, so you understand that sometimes the thing we're saying we are is actually inspiration. <laughs> like, yes, yeah, Chantal, we we know. Why is Sarah's outfit? I mean, it's she gets a like a stole. <laughs> it is a it is a blanket. That is a blanket. And uh, I'm pretty sure I have that houndstooth blanket. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. The styling is both basic across the board, but also randomly wildly specific. Yeah, I was thought you were going to talk about Janet's styling. And for why did they give her a white panty? They didn't. She said they were hers. Okay. This is why this is why Miss J told us all to have nude panties. Nude panty would have made it worse. Easier to cover up. I don't know. But look, we're going to say it right now, and they'll talk about it later, too. Salisha did get the worst styling. Salisha got horrible styling. There's a lot of it's not good. And it's also just so... If if your brief is gargoyles, so you know that people are going to be asked to crouch, why some get bathing suits and some get leather tube dresses? Uh, I like the hair things. I like. I do. The- I do like the hair. The hair was generally good. You know who I loved on set? How are you doing, Ebony? Fine. Fine. And I had a moment where I was like, wait, is Ebony just professional? Because Mr. J goes on this whole journey of like, she comes on set and all she says is fine. Then she gets up there and literally Jay's sitting there like, how does she do it? How in the hell does she do that? What? Look at that one. Look at that one. Who is she though? What? Speaking of sunglasses on set. (laughs) (laughs) And then Mr. J comes up and is like, I just don't get it. And, I wish Ebony had literally just said, I'm just here to model. I'm a good model. And that's all I, that's all I want. I'm sick of you picking apart my personality. I am not someone to invite to have a beer with. Okay. But I'm a good model. I'm not very sociable. Get over it. Uh, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Why is the devil after Ambriel? She prays she's not that fourth girl to leave. Love the specific. You never want to be the fourth girl to leave. Ooh. <laughs> Everyone knows what happens to the fourth girl. Lisa pitches an interesting goal that I do like. While there's still a lot of girls left, she wants to be called first. I kind of like that because, uh-huh. yeah, you're competing against more people then. So it's a bigger deal when you're called first. I get that. I yep. like it, Lisa. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This panel photo is one of the least like the prompt that we have gotten in a while. Number one, you're inside, Tyra. Fully inside the thickest looking windows. <laughs> also, once again, her neck and body look insane. They are stretched to like Laffy Taffy proportion. <laughs> but you had to have liked her panel dress. Oh, finally, a sleek look. This is what I want. Just be this in panel. I was waiting for her to like stand up and it just be like a denim skirtlet or something. And I'm like, <laughs> come on, Tyra. This looks great. She looks so sleek. Mm. Um, Twiggy just watched the craft. She got inspired by Heather's look last week. Yeah, for real. And Betty Ninja is very VMA's red carpet circuit. Oh, Ooh, yes. You know what I saw with Benny Ninja? What? The sorting cowboy hat. It sorts you into ballroom houses. <laughs> oh, I like that too. If it, it opened so good. Yeah, if, it, if, if a mouth was there, it, it would have spoken. But what is this weird snap <laughs> on the side? Oh my, oh my gosh, Alexander. That's the deepest thing you've ever said. <laughs> if there was a mouth there, it would have spoken. spoken. Wow. I hate you both. <laughs> Ebony is first. I really like Ebony's. I mean, they do too. The judging panel does I mean, as well. It's pretty stunning. Yeah. It's gorge. It's absolutely great. The winds caught the things in all the right directions. Because <sighs> a big part of what makes a lot of these works is when this like light drapey fabric has a lot of movement. And see, this is what I was talking about with her face. I think this face, it's not that dissimilar from what she's been doing, but it's just activated in a different way we're not getting the same in eyes nose mouth i think it's also really hard to have your to be face on and have your chin up to the camera like that and still look really good and she does she does and, and she limp arm in front is like actually kind oh, of really working oh i love it so much it's such a good picture it's my favorite of ebony so far oh absolutely oh yeah but 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 the panel won't let her win. No, no. And we learn how to ask for candy successfully. <laughs> Why did it have to be an example that a small child would do? What is that teaching, Ebony? To be like Tyra. And I feel like they basically just pester her into giving a reason that she's not smiling. Yeah. I don't think Ebony actually cares about her gums. I think she was just I mean, like, I think she was just like, y'all, I'm, I'm just going to say something so you'll shut up. That's the energy I got from it. I do get, though, she is uncomfortable. She doesn't like being in front of these people. Because they're mean to her. No, I agree. <laughs> I'm just saying, but like, yeah, of course she's fucking uncomfortable. You've been nothing but horrible to this woman. It, it's, I've never seen what happened in the audition episode so impact the contestants' overall experience on the show quite like this. Yeah. I'm so glad she's a successful model in terms of the show. You know what yeah. I mean? Chantal is next, and this is full 80s aerobics video. That high-cut bikini. This Ooh. French cut. Ooh. I bet she got some Photoshop in the crotch because... This no. has nothing to do with gargoyle. What is a gargoyle about this? 
absolutely nothing. No, absolutely not. I think it's a good picture, though. It's a good picture. I did enjoy Twiggy being like, it's not raunchy. And Nigel being like, uh, Twiggy. Twiggy is fully delusional. (laughs) (laughs) I love that Nigel called it out, too. I did. I'm shocked we didn't get the, lots of little boys would want to hang this in their bedroom. Because that's this photo. (laughs) Ambriel is next. They, okay, first of all, Ambriel has lost control of the hair. And yeah. I surmise, was Ambriel maybe just not given the product for this hair? Perhaps. Because a lot of times they so completely change a girl's hair and look. And then when they can't keep it up, like, I want to blame them. But I'm realizing maybe they just aren't given product that's appropriate to keep it up. I hope they do. But, like, Ambriel's hair is, like, this is the natural, like, this is what it is kind of hair. Yeah. yeah. She, theoretically, she should be, like, slicking it down or something. Sure. Like, I, I apologize for not knowing, like, the appropriate terms. But, like, it's not definitely not meant to have these little, like, poofy horns in the back. They don't like this photo. And I hard disagree. I like this photo. Yeah, I don't mind this photo at all. They also call it comedic. <laughs> comedic? What are you talking about? Also, remember what I said last episode about her eyes, like the sleepy eyes off the side? I think she's doing the same eyes, but it works when it's direct to camera. I like this photo. It's also a very different look for her. Mm-hmm. And also, when you are when you are making a big deal out of the gargoyle thing, she's doing a fashion gargoyle pose. Very much. And the fact that, like, she was so scared. I think in my mind always gives a couple of bonus points. Cause you don't see it. Not at all. And Tyra's fully watching the dailies at this point because she's like actress or model. Hmm. <laughs> it also annoys me that Tyra even calls out that she had like, she has this big shrug on her shoulders that makes the whole thing more difficult. Sure. Tyra acknowledges, but also finds a way to use that against her. <sighs> so stupid. Sarah's next. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not the brief. No. It's not a bad photo. Correct. I agree with those two assessments. Mm-hmm. If you're going, if you're going gurgle, gurgle, if you're going to gurgle <laughs> with this photo, it's not going to be good. That being said, I think it's a good Sarah photo. I don't think it's my favorite of Sarah. So far for me, that's her Ivy. Mm-hmm. Sure. I don't think this makeup is her friend. Nope. I don't think you would hire Sarah for this shoot. Maybe not, but... It's just, this is a very middle-of-the-pack photo for me. Yeah, I still think the outfit is nonsense. Oh, it's nothing. <laughs> it's both nothing and everything. Because she gets a nothing dress, but this giant cape. And a clear Lucite stripper heel. This Lucite heel. <laughs> JW's favorite shoe, but... I oh, love... Lu- I, not my favorite shoe. <laughs> I'm just saying my favorite material is Lucite. <laughs> Well, we all have something a little trashy about us. Yeah, and mine's Lucite. <laughs> do, do you want a home that's hard to clean? Lucite, <laughs> baby. Um, that's my trim spot. Lucite, baby. Um, so let's talk about... I actually like this. I actually like this. I like this. Tyra and Miss J's trying to find Sarah's picture in a magazine little skit. I enjoyed I think that also. This is funny. Like, this is the kind of thing that if you did this, they would... It, you can tell Sarah's also enjoying it. They're like, oh, we're looking for, where am I? Oh, I knew I was in this. I was <laughs> you can also kind of tell that this has happened to Tyra before. Yeah. Yeah. Which happened to every model, probably. It's interesting, though. I, I found this actually very funny. Bianca comes up looking stunning in panel. Oh, my God. Oosh! This is the black turtleneck jeans, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, like, a little bit of, like, a mutton sleeve. Yeah. 
it took her so little time to actually fully embrace this makeover. <laughs> this photo. They praise it a lot. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's a great angle. No. I like the the body is so long. Like, yeah. it's not gargoyle. But the long legs, the broken knee, and then the fabric wafting off her. Yeah, the cape is doing amazing things. Her face is kind of okay. This is one that gives me super heroin vibes. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Which a couple of them do because a lot of the fabric ends up looking cape-like. I like the face. If she had turned it just a little bit to where the light actually was, I yep. think it would have been like yep. amazing. Yeah, but it's an improvement for Bianca. And since Absolutely. she's really showing up in panel, I totally yeah. get why they're enthralled with her right now. Uh, Smize watch, y'all. Smize <laughs> watch. Tyra is on the brink of Smize. Which is so funny because it's still four I cycles know, away. <laughs> the idea is swirling and swirling. <laughs> Don't you dare summon the swirlers. <laughs> Yeah, careful, Hannah. If you say that three times in a mirror. <laughs> so Janet gets totally effed over. Wow. This is, they don't even try to hide this, <laughs> that they're messing with Janet. Garbage. I don't, the worst part about this is, Janet, as any person would, fixates on the fact that you can see her underwear. Because uh-huh. it's embarrassing, and that's what any person would do. And then Nigel goes, oh, that's not a big deal. Do you know how cheap it is just to make it the same color as the dress? And I'm like, then why didn't you? Why didn't you? Or say that to her on there. And also, I get what she's saying, even beyond embarrassment, that she would think that if her underwear was showing, they wouldn't be able to use the picture. Yeah. Yeah. It's so shitty for the show to be like, see the magic fix? I love, though, the definition that when you're doing catalog, you need to know if your underwear is showing. But high fashion, just be free. I actually think that's such a hysterical, like, categorization of those two things that I'm like, (laughs) am I worried about my underwear showing? Yes, must be catalog. (laughs) Also, when it's catalog, you have to know that. This critique is, like, so wishy-washy, squiggly-wiggly, not going to give Janet an answer. Right. All that being said, it's not a good photo. No, it's not a good photo. Not her best. Yeah. She does look, as Nigel said, she does look very small. Yeah. Oh, teeny tiny. Teeny. I think she was going very gargo, like on all fours. Yeah. 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 Lisa is next. This photo. Does she not look like April in this photo? Ooh. I could see some comparison for sure, but this is great. It's so good. And it is the brief, too. And she really just takes up the whole frame. And part of that is outfit magic, but her legs are so far apart and the fact that in her previous week we saw straight onto camera and now we're seeing full profile and both of them were very successful lisa is the front runner and it really yeah you know makes the argument that all the other girls are jealous of lisa yeah and this styling could have gone very bad with this very hot pink 80s jacket pink belt yeah it is giving me like full x-men cartoon like everything i want about this Mm -hmm. yeah or only if there was a cartoon about gargoyles that would be a comparison Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they didn't wear clothes though they wore long clothes (laughs) they say nothing about elisa's hair she fucking did what they asked and they don't comment at all i can't believe they didn't say it's tyra didn't even give a passing like and i like it straight and that that's all you need because there's something Mm. there's something about you 
So you seem sad, sad. Oh, I'm not sad. There's something. What is that? Stifling you? Is that the right, is that the right word? Because <laughs> Lisa's trying to be professional, and they're not going to let her not. Similar to Ebony having to make up a story about her gum line. <laughs> Lisa tells the truth and was like, and gives this, I, won't, I don't know the quote, and I don't care. It's just like yeah. Lisa being like, I think people are being catty to me now because yes. I'm, I'm doing well. Never let someone tell your shine. And I love Miss J as she's walking back. Jealousy. Jealousy. And it is. It is. It is. Has to be. Heather is next. Well. And she's trying to up her game in panel. Like she's trying to like be like, hi. And, you know, it comes across a little forced. And she really likes to like raise a, a couple of octaves. Yeah. But it's and better. And do a greeting and a farewell. But yes. it's what they want from her. It's very. Yeah. And she's dressed quite well. I love the royal blue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's got the confidence stance. She's yeah. definitely, she's in it to win it. I do not like this pooping picture. Oh, interesting. I think it's like, again, a middle of the road one for me. It's not like great or terrible. Sure. It's giving me a little bit. Have you know that like the Spider Woman covers where you see each cleave of her butt? It's a little that. It's a little that. Because mm. it's highlighted for some reason. Her butt is being uplit. Oh, yeah. Look at that. (laughs) I'm going to tell y'all right now. I hope every day your butts are uplit. (laughs) I want that for y'all. You know what I mean? Tyra explains to Heather comfort zones. It's because you have no confidence straight on. And then they show three very different angles that she's presented them. A three-corner. They're all so different. They're all so different. And I'm like, okay, so... In the four photo shoots, none's been straight on. Okay. America's Next Top Profile Model. <laughs> oh, Tyra, you'd have to change the name. Yes, Twiggy. That was the joke. <laughs> oh, I do man. like, I, f- I felt really uncomfortable the way they were speaking to Heather at this point. But I like how Heather's basically like, okay, oh, thanks for telling me. I'll try it. I didn't realize I was doing that because you weren't. Um, yeah, Heather handles herself great. Yes. How do y'all think Twiggy feels now that Victoria's gone? Does she feel safe? (laughs) (laughs) Jenna's hair has a life of its own. She is pulling a full Britney, I think. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. But they said that they needed to fix it last week. Tyra said that they were going to fix it. Even it out. And now she's like, Jenna, why are you you coming here like this? (laughs) Can you pull it back? And she's like, kind of, but not really. It's in two layers. It looks like they they yeah. took they took her hair, dyed it platinum blonde, then put a platinum blonde like weave. bowl it's, cut weave on top of on it. On top no, of it. It's, no, it's that that the top hair is her hair and then they just clipped the weave underneath. Mm. Oh no, I get that. I'm just saying what it looks <laughs> it like looks to like- me <laughs> is funnier. <laughs> yes, it is. It's terrible. This photo, I think she looks like Sarah. Which Sarah? In the show. Uh, what, you mean in this cycle? Yes! Alexander, you have to specify your Sarahs. There's <laughs> you a million. Uh, when they gave Sarah and Jenna this makeup, it made them look very similar. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's a pretty banging photo. She did get by far the best shoes. She did. Yeah. She also is the only one, I think, that succeeds at the crouch. Without uh, it taking away from the photo. And it's mm. because of the leg. Yeah. Keeping it like a, almost like a spidery, like, mm-hmm. leg. Well, and the mm-hmm. fact that she can crouch like that and still keep her body very upright, her torso very upright. Is Everything looks long. Mm-hmm. Jenna's a good model. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Celicia is last. 
the styling. Which is not her fault, obviously. No, no. The styling is not her fault. What is her fault is that she looks so fucking bored in this photo. She's just not doing much. I think she's got the most basic pose out of all of them. I thought it was funny that she pulled her ponytail like Tyra. <gasps> and then her other arm is non-existent. I don't, I don't mind her face that much here. I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. This is another like middle of the road for me. Yeah. They praise it just so much. So much. Only Tyra. Only Tyra likes it. Mm. Everyone else is like, eh, eh. And then Tyra's like, I really like this photo. Yeah. And I am glad that Tyra later is like, this hip-hop styling was not the look. Yeah, this this medallion. Why? Ugh, yeah. It's like Mother of Pearl, too. It's like so weird. (laughs) The eyebrows are also a choice. Are we ready for private panel? Private panel. Wait, wait, wait. We have to figure out which gargoyle is going to be left on the building. Tyra, do you know how gargoyles work? <laughs> Alexander, you know full well that every day you collect your gargoyles from the building and then you take them home and put them inside. And then again, okay, have you not watched the cartoon? Then you take them out. <laughs> you put a loincloth in and they Just come to life. Gargoyles. Yeah. Go somewhere else. They've yeah. been cursed. Stay on the building. Yeah, of course. I love that Twiggy reminds Miss J of Chantal's actual history. <laughs> Twiggy is not going to be gaslit about Chantal because Miss J is like, I just wish, like, you know, we, we saw some more good photos from her. And M- Twiggy's like, there are. <laughs> and the post-production team is going to aid me in reminding you that Chantal's been doing fine. <laughs> That's her personality. Eliza, what? What? Uh, how fucking dare they? Also, what does that mean? It means a big. Uh... Also, we have a musical theater girl in the house. Yeah, and they have the same haircut. Hot ticket boys. Hot ticket boys. I do wish private panel had been like, "Hey, have y'all noticed that she's a regular hot ticket boy?" <laughs> no, this is all her. That's her personality. Like, what are you talking about? I actually don't even know what that means. Like, a lot of times when they say full nonsense, I can like parse together what the original meaning was before it escaped from their mouth. I don't actually know what they mean. I don't know what they mean. I don't know what they're referencing. Nigel finally praises Ebony. Someone gives Ebony a compliment. Not to her face, of course. (laughs) And says, she's changing and growing. And Tyra's like, "Uh, I can't believe she won't smile for us, though. And Nigel basically says, if she doesn't smile next time, she's she's gone. gone. I did like Benny Ninja's response to how do you Vogue, Benny? And he just said, deliciously that was cute i love that i also did like i don't remember who they're talking about but they say that she looks like she's voguing and he's like let me vogue you model (laughs) (laughs) get out of my lane it was ambriel twiggy says about one contestant once again i did not write it down she has all the potentials of being a top model every individual potential honestly <laughs> every individual potential i feel like you said every eventual potential and i got really excited about eventual your ride. potential just like how ambriel in the audition episode had a lot of fortes <laughs> you can have a lot of potentials mm-hmm. you just can before they go back tyra is desperately trying to make gar girl work but miss J is just looking for like his bag or something next to her he's not even like hiding in shame <laughs> I love there it is, so there much. There is going to be a gar girl <laughs> that is going to be sent home. And she does it with this little smile. <laughs> Guys, wait till you see this joke that I'm about to pull out right now. So self-satisfied. 
Burn it with fire. Get rid of that joke. Like a gargoyle. Hot ticket boys and gargoyles. <laughs> oh, y'all, we have our cabaret show. Oh. What is this music? What is this music? Is this the theme song for gargoyles? I don't know at this is point. Is this green biodiesel fueled music? <laughs> Plant music. Ooh. Uh, so call it order. Mm-hmm. Lisa's first. Yep. Yeah. Great week for Lisa. Mm-hmm. Then Bianca. They're giving her most improved. I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, Ebony. Yes. And also good. Finally. <laughs> but I love. She like bounces up happy. Tyra compliments her. And then she's like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I did that thing. Thank you. And just rips it out of Tyra's hand. She's done that a couple of times. I know. That is her move. Yeah. yeah. Then Chantal. Why? Hi. Then Jenna. I mean, I guess they're punishing her for being so distractingly disheveled. I guess. <laughs> crazy. Then Celicia. Then Heather. Fine. Then Sarah. I could see you hyperventilating back there. I mean. And that leaves Ambriel and Janet in the bottom. Ambriel did not deserve to be in the bottom. I don't think so either. No, I liked that photo. I, I can see Janet in the bottom for this photo. Yeah, it was the it was the worst one. I'm gonna sure. Say. It just feels like there are so many hoops that this production has to go through to get these eliminations. Yeah, absolutely. After I think they're I think what's happening, and this also is all about how often we've noticed editing shenanigans. I think Cycle Nine is trying too hard to construct narratives. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think they re- are. I think they're not relying on just what's naturally happening to unfold in the order that it's unfolding. They're trying to be like, see, we're right about this elimination. Here's why. Like, it's almost spoon-fed to us. Because this is also the cycle that I've noticed the most. When you have a girl that's going to be eliminated, you just get way more of her than you ever have before. It is yeah. super obvious. Like, we had so many Janet talking heads. I especially remember Kimberly's elimination episode. Oh, yeah. Kimberly said every other word. Just trust yourself, top model. You've done nine seasons. I do like when it's just Ambriel and Janet. Janet rubs Ambriel's back. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she says, uh, and Ambriel says, you're a mama, all right. I love you. Like, it's very cute. Tyra commands a bit when Heather walks up because Tyra does her side profile and then all the men have to as well. But I guess Tyra decided that Bianca was not allowed to be the most passive aggressive person in this episode. (gasps) Oh my gosh. Because she gives Janet a hug and then says, I hope you continue to try to model. Wow. Yikes. The shadiest shade. Before she saves Ambriel, she also calls Ambriel long, lithe, and lean. And I was like, those are all kind of the same word. <laughs> Do you think Ambriel's 40 feet tall? <laughs> I just, we know that Am- we know that Janet can model. We've seen her model. And has the best walk. I think it's very telling of who Janet is as a person. As soon as, Am- while Ambriel's getting her photo from Tyra, Janet immediately goes over and hugs all the other girls. Then comes back to Tyra. Yeah. And then leaves. We've never seen someone do that, I don't think. They also got the tug for, hug from Tyra. Mm. Yeah. I, oh God, there's this, Janet has such a sweet little laugh cry when she like, oh, oh you know, mm. it's just, oh goodness. It, it's also really sad to see someone leave who was actually really enjoying being in the competition. Yeah. yeah. I think Janet's our first person to leave the competition that was a plausible model was pleasant to watch and 
in my opinion, had a personality. Yeah, yeah. that wasn't Liza Minnelli. <laughs> no, that's her personality, Liza. This haircut you, I, we gave her. There's not a lot on Janet. Janet Mills. Oh, that's a cute name. Yeah, um, but again, just like last week with Victoria, mm. we have a great reality <gasps> TV world. This reality TV world, they did their job. They were pre-Podletum, really. This is <laughs> proto-Podletum. This one doesn't spill quite as much tea as Victoria's, but how could any interview? How could you? <laughs> Interestingly enough, one of the things that might have like distracted her or focused her on like stuff like taking care of the house and whatever is her boyfriend at the time had been deployed to the Middle East. And I think she was very much trying to like keep herself together. Normal. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She wanted to be very drama free while on the show because she wanted to show people afterwards how serious she was about modeling as a career. And she says that she was like, I feel like I showed growth picture by picture but I didn't stick around. I feel like Bianca was on the same track as me, but she stayed around because of the drama. I mean, interesting. Here's something that Hannah is not ready for. Oh, <gasps> Janet at the time of this interview, anyway, is very good friends with Molly Sue. <gasps> I see it. Yeah. Cause they're the same person. Kind of honest and had the same storyline on the show. But Molly Sue was the one that said, because Molly Sue had begun having a modeling career post show, like, Hey, here's the tips. Here's what you do. Here's what you do post-show to get a modeling career. And it's a shame that I can't find much on Janet. Although there is one video on YouTube that someone put together that just has some like general backing music of a lot of photos of her after the show. She kind of ended up with like a red-brown hair. Hmm. Kept the link. It kind it was like close to what she came in with, but a little bit sure. redder and very fun commercial sundresses kind of modeling that was really fun. She also says she's never heard the lies a thing before in her life. Because it's not true. That was yeah. out of nowhere for her. Crazy. And I mean, you did it to her when you made her hair jet black. Yeah, you literally <laughs> gave her the cut in cabaret. Like, <laughs> I like Janet. Janet's not one that I remembered a ding-dong thing about nope. before we started nope. doing this podcast. What a pleasant person. What a plausible model. What a... And I love that she had, I love when a top model contestant has that one quirk. And I love Janet's short, curt responses to people. <laughs> she also was always game. Like when they said something to her, she's like, sure, I'll do that. Even the lies of things, she kind of was like, yeah. she was just having fun. Having fun, living her life. Soaking it in. You know I love a chore list maker. Of course. You're Runway, walking everywhere. She all. She had wind in her hair with zero hair. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So Janet Mills, good contestant, a fun, a fun rewatch discovery. And if you think we're a fun discovery, you should rate, review, and subscribe and tell all your friends about us. I mean, we're pretty awesome, I think. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you're <laughs> welcome. That was from me to you and Hannah. <laughs> you can also compose an email at podleadum.com. What? Yeah. You we, all, we will also take one take, Tyra's. You can compose it carefully or just get your thoughts down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I got to say, we get at least, we've said this on other episodes, but we get at least like one email, if not more a week at this point. And uh, Alexander always texts them to us with Tyra mail right beforehand as a separate <laughs> text. And it's my favorite moment. Um, we literally got one like during show. 
like between our two recordings that he read to us. We just love them. We love them yeah. so much. You can also find me anywhere at Yet Charming. Reach out to me on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm on Twitter at JW Crump. And be sure to use the hashtag podleadum so that we can uh, catch those little letters and, and uh, out of the air. Yum, yum, yum. The, letter, the, le- the letters that comprise words, that comprise tweets, that comprise loving praise. <laughs> so for podleadum, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jean Ginsburg. And I'm flying in the air, JW Crump. And we'll see you, gargoyles. Oh, <laughs> yay! Pod is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. 